TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. By that I mean Perry Street out the front window here is being paved. So if you hear some ridiculous noises through the course of the show, it's because construction is ongoing. And we are talking about roster building. The Prospects Challenge is underway this week in Buffalo. And of course, someone who's been through that many times and is anxious for his fifth year pro. It's Uko Pekalukin and joining us now from the rink. How are you, sir? Hey, hey, I'm, I'm good. How are you doing, guys? Good. We've enjoyed your social media this summer, and uh, most recently it has involved the Bills, it has involved the U.S. Open, and I would say a lot of golf from a lot of beautiful places across the world. Uh, how would you sum up your summer? No, it, it's been a great summer, you know. Uh, first of all, you know, working out a lot, but uh, still having some fun with the friends, and, you know, it's kind of when you leave a little bit further away from home, it's always nice to go back, see the family, see the friends, so, you know couple golf trips uh, with the with the guys to to Spain for example so you know it's been nice but it's it's uh, really good to be back though best golf course you visited this summer was there one that's at the top of your list I think after season me and uh, Henry we went to uh, went to Orlando and we played Bay Hill I think yep. that was you know, that was unbelievable you know one of the maybe the nicest course I ever played but you know it was really nice and what was this you- what was your score <laughs> yeah <laughs> Talk about that, but the course was unbelievable. <laughs> oh, good, good. How big a tennis guy are you? Uh, you know, I I, uh, I I play sometimes. You know, I I think it's a good workout. But it was actually my first uh, first tennis game. I went to the final, the U.S. Open final. Now, so you know, I I can tell I'm a lot bigger tennis guy now than I was before that. So you know, we had great time there. It was it was an unbelievable event. So. You know, it was it was really nice to go there too. Couple of questions: One, who did, were you cheering for? And two, did you get to see my good buddy Henrik Lundqvist there? Because I know he was there with Carl Hagelin, newly retired Carl Hagelin. So I know it's a Swede and Finn rivalry, whatnot. But as a as goalies, we all stick together. So who did you cheer for? Did you get to see Hank? No, no, I didn't see Hank. It would have been it would have been nice though. But uh, <laughs> you know, as 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 I said, I wasn't uh, too too big of a fan. But uh, before, uh, you know, didn't know too much about tennis. that put it that way. But as I say, it was an unbelievable event. So you know, for me, it was just more important to see a great tennis game, which it was. So yeah. you know, it, but it was still you know a little bit cheering for Djokovic. You know, he's he's an unbelievable athlete, and it's you know, it's it's one of those things that he doesn't even you know you don't need to know anything about sport, but it's just so great to see you know that caliber play player playing and how many of your teammates did you have with you at the bills game uh we had almost a whole team and uh, you know girlfriends and wives were there too so you know 
Uh, it's, you know, one of the nicest parts of the season, you know, before the training camp starts. And, you know, we have a lot of guys guys in the city already, which is, which is really nice. So, you know, we still have a little bit of time off before the training camp starts, you know. So it's good good time to, you know, kind of get to know the guys and see them, see how, how their summer's been. Still, you said you worked out a lot this summer. If you were to try out for the Bills, what position would you try out for? Kicker. Kicker. <laughs> You'd have to take my job because I made a 30-yard field goal against Steve Tasker, and I won this summer. So I just want to let you know. Yeah, I have a little background of soccer, so I think that would be the safe bet for me. Okay. Okay. Like so some finished beyond... baseball and some soccer. There's the background. All of it together. Yeah, I think uh on my running speed, nothing in offense would would play out too nicely. <laughs> How would you um summarize kind of the focus of your off season training, either from or maybe from both an athletic buildup and also from the position, from the goaltending position, you know, kind of what you're focusing on most at this stage of your career. Yeah. Uh, well, first and foremost, you know, from learning from last season and being kind of, you know, in a, in a, you know, in a, in a good spot with my body and, you know, not getting injured, which, you know, was really, really big thing. I'm being healthy throughout the whole season. Uh, you know, that, that helped a lot and kind of just, First of all, focusing on that and being being in that, you know, getting body ready for the, you know, it's a long season and that's what I learned. So, you know, uh, that that was one of the main main areas, just you know, build up my body and get stronger. So, you know, the risk of injury is as low as it can be. But um, otherwise than that, just getting stronger and getting more, uh, you know, I always say, but I'm a tall guy, so I, I need to be in a good good shape, have a lot of power in the legs to be able to move and. You know, in the end, everything comes from that. If you have enough speed, it's easier to, you know, position yourself well and you don't have to challenge maybe as much. And even though you challenge, you still make those saves. So, you know, just getting the some more, you know, speed and uh, power to the legs, that was, you know, one of the bigger things this summer. What about on the ice? Uh, most goalies nowadays, they go back home, they work with their personal goalie coach. Uh, they always have a plan you know, as to what they want to get better at. What is something on the ice that, uh, you know, you worked on? Uh, and I know we all want to get faster and, you know, quicker in the crease, but is there other parts of your game that you said, I had to focus on certain things? Yeah, 100%. But, um, you know, as I, as I talked, as you said about, you know, being faster and all that, but just uh, one of the things is like kind of get my stance a little bit, you know, uh get the like feet a little bit closer together and build it from there uh you know that comes from the things i talked about before but that was yep. one of the main areas. um you know kind of get this stance a little bit more narrow and uh you know i think also one of the things which you know uh which is getting bigger and bigger in goaltending is to post play so mm -hmm. i would say post play and uh you know getting the stance a little bit more narrow and moving from a little bit more narrow you know position with the feet Ukopek Lukanen is with us here on Sabres Live, um, was Rookie of the Month in January, and you had some, and have had, uh, multiple extended stretches of success in the NHL. How do you navigate, even at this point, um, you know, kind of the ups and downs that everyone goes through and keep yourself in, in the best position possible? Because this is a really critical season coming up and a huge opportunity for you based on how Buffalo's goaltending picture looks right now. Yeah. Uh, well, right now it's really exciting, you know, uh, 
season for me and really, really you know, feel, feel ready for it. I'm really excited to get it started. But um, as you said, you know, there's, there's the ups and downs. And once the season starts, it's, it's a one game at a time. I know it's a cliche, but that's how you got to think about it. You know, it, it doesn't matter if you play well or we play bad, there's always the next game. And that's always what, you know, what matters at that point. So, you know, just kind of focusing on, uh, you know, the next the next day and the next hour and just doing that as, as well as you can, and, you know, build it off from there. But, um, uh, you know, as you said, it's, uh, it's uh, for me, it's really, as I said, exciting. It's exciting season and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. I'm kind of just waiting to get it started. Is there a mindset that changes a little bit, knowing that now you've you're coming in, having been here for a season, and and knowing that um, you want to sh- not only show yourself but show everybody in the locker room that they can rely on you, and that they can have your consistency, and that you can be the guy, like you can work to be the guy. So, um, is there a mindset that changes in your approach when it comes to this training camp that way? Yeah, hundred percent. Um... Uh, I, I don't know if, if, if being more confident is the right word for it, but I think that summarizes it pretty well. Um, as you talked about it, you know, being the guy and all that, I, I think for me right now it is that I almost had a full season in the NHL last year and kind of not coming to the camp with just, you know, having little stints in the NHL, but now being, uh, you know, at, at certain points I was a starting goalie and, you know, played a lot in the NHL last year, so... You know, kind of trying to build it from there and just not only be a goalie in NHL, but being a winning goalie and being the difference in the games. I think that is my mentality uh, this year. And, you know, I'm trying to just uh, build, build towards that. Well, you led the team in wins last year with 17, which was third most among rookie goaltenders in the NHL. Um, how much conversation have you had with Mike Bales in the offseason and or, uh, like Marty mentioned, uh, a specific goalie coach that you work with in the offseason back home? And, and how do they help you along here as you get ready for what is really a crazy start to the preseason? I mean, it begins a week from this Sunday and then there's five games in seven days as you smile about it. I think looking forward to the fact that you're going to get a lot of minutes right away. Yeah, you know, it'll be a busy start, but that's good. I think everybody's looking forward to that and, you know, kind of getting back to the action. But, um, you know, I uh, the things I already talked about, what we worked on this summer, um, you know, they, they come from BLC and, you know, he, he tells me we go over after the season what we want to change. And, uh, you know, the things I we went over, I think those are, you know, the things which will build up to the being more consistent and, you know, kind of having a better base to the game. And, um, you know, we, we went over those after the season and we went, I talked to my uh, personal goalie coaches and we bell see about those and we worked on them. But, you know, uh, smiling, you know, uh, as I said many times, just excited to get back to the action. And, you know, we have a busy start, which is, you know, I think everybody thinks is great. Now, training camp. I used to love playing a half game as my first game because I figured if everything goes well, you're like, woohoo, I played. 30 minutes and everything went well. If it doesn't go well, you're like, hey, it's only 30 minutes. I'll be better the next time. Do you like playing half games or do you want to go in and play a full game right away? What would you prefer? Um, you know, I don't mind it. As I said, just as long as you're playing, it's uh, it's always fun. Uh, one thing I necessarily don't love is being the guy who plays the second half of the yeah. game. That, <laughs> yeah. That's not the best situation to be at, but, you know, <laughs> 
the end, you have to be ready. It doesn't matter if you play the first half, if you play the second half, or you play the 60 minutes. It's it's in the end, you, you got to play well and you got to, you know, be in your A game. But, um, you know, that's not maybe the most optimal thing for a goalie to, you know, be the a guy who plays the last 30 minutes. But in the end, as I said, it's just about getting the minutes and getting uh, back, back, to, back to the ice. How's Henry doing? It seems like you're always with him with social media and throughout the course of the last couple of years. And we love him. He's a great friend of the show. So, yeah. well, yeah, Henry is doing fine. He's, he, he's a great guy, uh, you know, help, help, helps me a lot. You know, he's been, he's been around the league for a little bit longer, even though we're the same age, but, you know, he's, he's a great guy. Uh, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm staying in his place. I don't know how he, does he love that too much, you know, not paying rent, but I'm, I'm doing the dishes a little bit more than he is. So that's how I'm paying for it. But, you know, he's, he's a great guy. He's been great help. Uh, he's a nice sauna, which is really important for us Finnish guys, but, uh, you know, great dude. Okay, how many hours a week? I'm not going to say a day because some days it may change, but a week. How many hours a week do you spend in the sauna? Because it is a big Scandinavian Finnish type thing. Um, and, and I like a sauna, don't get me wrong, but I'm, I, I wouldn't be in there hours at a time. How many hours a week are you in the sauna? I, I would say it kind of depends how much we play. I don't, I don't do it before the game days, but yeah. yeah. If, if, if there's no game the day before, I would say I, I try to do 20, 20, 30 minutes every day. Uh, but, um, you know, I feel like a lot of the other guys, too, not only the Finns and Scandinavians love it anymore. I think a lot of the other guys, uh, you know, are, are catching into it, too. You know, it's it's so good for you. It's uh, so relaxing. So, you know, uh, it's a big thing for us. And, you know, I, I would say at least 20 minutes a day if, if there's no game. Next day. I, I used to like the steam room better than the sauna. Because you'd go in the steam room and then you'd come out and if you put shaving cream on, I mean, it was like butter. Like you would shave and your face is like so smooth. So maybe I didn't use it for the right reasons, but I used to love the steam room so I could shave and then it would be perfect. Yeah, I, I, I never heard that. That's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> but I honestly, I think steam room is really overrated and sauna is just, you know, superior compared to it. But that's wow. just my kind of Ukopeka, thank you so much for joining us. We'll look forward to seeing you on the ice in a week. Thank you, guys. There he is, Ukopeka Lukanen. And, man, five Steam years. Steam room pro. is overrated. That's uh, the quote it. right there. I love it. <laughs> and, of course, he's been, he's you know, been through these uh, days that are straight ahead here, which is the Prospects Challenge over at Lecom Harbor Center. And practice begins this afternoon. The games begin this weekend. Buffalo will play Friday saturday and monday and they will uh do so in front of we suspect a pretty full house ten dollar tickets are on sale right now sabers.com slash prospects and of course it'll be montreal as the opponent out of the blocks on friday the devils on saturday which is part of fan fest and we're looking forward to uh well i i do want to say i'm kind of looking forward to it marty but uh, the expected wrinkle has come up which is a dunk tank opportunity. Can you call it an opportunity? Well, I turned on the uh, <laughs> the news this morning just so that I could figure out. Who's on the news? No, no, I wasn't on the news, but I wanted to know, is it going to be warm? Is it going to be cold? Is it going to be raining? Like, I, it's supposed to be a beautiful day Saturday. So I think we'll 72. be 72, I could use it to be 82 if I'm going to be in there, but. Oh, wow. Okay. It's better than 62. Glass half full there, Duffer. Like, it, it would have been a lot worse. But, but if they don't set the tank up in the sunshine, it's going to be awful. 
right? I, I, like I actually got to bring an extension cord and one of those like heating element and I'm going to put it in the water so it heats up the water a little bit. <laughs> That's awesome. So we're looking forward to it. It's all part of FanFest this weekend and it is presented by Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. And it's a really wonderful opportunity for fans to just embrace the current players from this year's roster that'll be in attendance. Uh, we'll hear from Kevin Adams and Don Granado. There's a kid zone, dunk tank, photo opportunities, autograph sessions, and an awful lot more. And that runs all day Saturday, 11 a.m. to 6.30 prior to that Buffalo, New Jersey game, which comes up on the Saturday night. So um, as we were mentioning with, with Lucan and look, he's been through this before. Um, he's in the final year of a two-year deal. Mm -hmm. This year, it's a one-way deal. He's got 46 NHL games under his belt. And you know this more than anyone. When you look at your own personal numbers, undoubtedly you've, and this, whether it's glass half full or glass half empty, I mean, if I was taking the half full approach, I would tell you that last year, Lukanen went a combined 23, 14, and four with the Sabres and Amherst. That's a 610 points percentage, mm -hmm. which is all but guaranteeing you a chance to be in the playoffs. Oh, no, and six, if he's yeah. your one, your 1A, your 1B, your two, whatever, that's good. But there's another side of it, which I'm sure from your position you would be focused on, which is what you were kind of trying to get out of, you know, looking in here as far as how you get to that next step. I was actually going to ask him about the contract situation and I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's summertime. It's all good. Like I know he's in the last year of his deal and it is a one way deal this year. So for the first time he's looking at it like, okay, I, this is the amount of money I'm making this year, regardless of being, you know, in Buffalo and Rochester or whatnot. Like it just, not that I think UPL is bound for Rochester. I really don't think so. Uh, but it, it does feel like he mentioned confidence when you walk into a training camp and you have a one-way deal, it just helps boost your confidence, right? And when you look at the roster spots and everything. Now, when you look about the basic numbers last year, the 361, the 3.61 goals against average, okay, look, could it have been better? Yes. Is it all on UPL? No. There was some defensive breakdowns, and, you know, he did perform well at times. The 892 save percentage to me is where you have to focus on. And if you dig a little deeper, you're going to realize that the goal save above expectations and all of that, it needs to get better. How does it get better with Uko Pekalukunen? It's consistency. We have seen great games from UPL, and we've seen not-so-good games from UPL. There needs to be a consistent effort throughout the camp, throughout season, to show that. I like when he talks about technical elements and narrower stance. I felt like UPL, as big as he is, looked really small at times in that because he got so narrow and he put his blocker down, paddle down, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, you're like, there's so much room to shoot at. I'm not talking about, you know, Tom Barrasso stand-up style with your legs together and that having a narrow stance, but you can have a happy middle where you have a good narrow stance, you have better uh, mobility, better power when you go laterally, and you're also in a safe position where you can go butterfly, you can go out butterfly, but you're looking big. That to me is a big thing. And can you feel confident in training camp to come in and have that adjusted stance a little bit and use that to your advantage? Yes. But if you get hit with a couple of 
adversity moment? Are you going to revert to I'm white again and paddle down again and I'm looking small? So that's that's where I like what he's talking about. But you do have to prove it in camp and in the regular season that you've uh, you would enhance your position. How hard is it in that position? His stage, uh, his original expectations, which were that of OHL goaltender of the year, OHL player of the year, world junior champion under 20, world junior champion under 18, um, double hip surgery yeah. <laughs> early on after playing one game in the AHL. Um, what is it like? How do you figure out where to hang your hat as far as wins, losses, other numbers, overall feel for your kind of, you know how we heard that word from James Patrick a while back when talking about all the Winnipeg players that he yes. had, but most specifically Krebs, how the NHL makes you, you find your, puts you in your place. Like as a goalie, how do you find that place and, and overcome certain things and gravitate to the really good stuff? Well, obviously, this is a big year for Ukopekolukanen because, as we mentioned, his development has been slowed down quite a bit by many different things, and and most of them out of his control. Mm-hmm. Surgery, right, out of his control. COVID, out of his control. Like having to 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 battle through all of these things to finally get like he's only played forty six NHL games. Mm-hmm. You would think that a goalie that is 24 years old, that is ready to fight for a number one you know, starter's job in the NHL would have more than 46 NHL games to his resume. So that to me is the biggest challenge is how do you go from a good prospect, a prospect that has had a lot of adversity when it comes to developing the last few years to all of a sudden a number one goaltender? Because if he is going to be a secondary guy, and and it could very well be. Who knows what Eric Comrie comes into camp looking like, and who lo- knows what Levin Levi comes into camp looking like. So if you're Ukopeka Lukinen, you put all that pressure on you, and you want to be a, a reliable goaltender, you want to be a number one goaltender, and not just, he said, not just an NHL goaltender, but a good NHL goaltender, there's a lot riding on him this season. Because if he's not, if he's goes out and played 25 games, and he's a backup, well, the next contract is going to show that. And then you get stuck in that rhythm because you're 25 years old, 26 years old, and you're a backup. And, well, you get labeled. And I think that's the the, the father time or, or mother time or whatever, mother the time. clock, mother time, right? All so, part of mother nature. All part of mother nature. Uh, that's the clock that UPL is fighting internally as well. You say he's yeah. 24, still young. Yeah, but at some point that has to unlock. And, you know, because you get to 25 and 26 really quick, it gets late early on the West Coast, right, Duffer? So um, he's going to blink right. and all of a sudden he, he almost happens. performed really well on the West Coast. He just it, it was like, it was almost the West Coast. I mean, like not coast trip, but it was a Western trip. Remember the games in Arizona and Colorado yes. and Vegas like he was, he, you know, he he performed very well. And again, there, that's why. And again, that's a consistency. Mm-hmm. Can you say you perform really well, you come home, you continue to perform well, and you're putting not just two or three games in a row, you're putting a longer stretch of games uh, where everybody knows what you're going to give them. Thank you for the opportunity to give Mother Nature a shout out there. Really hoping she comes through on Saturday for the dunk tank weather and uh, quite optimistic, as you said, that sunshine will prevail on that day. 
I'm going to be I'm, ready for I'm this. I'm very optimistic. I just in ways that I've be, never been ready for anything before. I'm just going to leave that out there. I wanted to be gentle, there, so. new, uh, gender neutral, so I said father and mother nature in the same uh, same phrase. So I, okay. I wanted to cover all my bases. <laughs> all your bases. Well, uh, from Finnish baseball, and the Bisons are still in the hunt. I'm loving that. They've got one more homestand to go here uh, before their season concludes. But we are talking prospects challenge yes. and the fact that it has a 25-man roster, which we're going to dive a little deeper into here as the show goes on today. 13 forwards, no, 15 forwards, 8 defense, and 2 goalies. Now, the 13 came blurting out because what are 13 of the 15 forwards? Oh, I thought 13 came blurring out because Lucas Rusek is not on the uh, prospect uh, roster challenge. No. He Thir- is going to fight for a spot, but that's what that's what I first thought about when you said 13. I thought you were Thir- going to mention Lucas Rusek. 13 of the 15 are left shot. Forwards, oh, okay. Just like last year where there was nobody in the Amherst group until Matt Savoy came around in the playoffs. Provided them with that opportunity to get a right shot forward in there. So uh, be Olivier ready for Nadeau it. and Matt Savoy are the only two right-handed shot at, up front at the they prospect are. challenge. Six out of the eight on D are also left shot defensemen, which I think is going to, uh, you know, perhaps facilitate some interesting looks, not only through this camp, but the next stage of camp, which yes. begins next week. And, you know, how does Ryan Johnson get used in all of this? And, how does he find his way? I, I think it's a very interesting group uh, and a crowded one. Holy cow. <laughs> it had been, a, I feel like it had been a month since we talked uh, like potential Amherst roster for this coming season. Well, when I look at that roster, Duffer. Log jam, both forward. Well, in fact, at every position, because they got three goalies already before Buffalo decides on what to do with their third. I know exactly what well, we were, we were like, talking, who's going to be the main, the, the goalies at the main camp, right? They got mm-hmm. six and it's like, there's not a lot of room for anybody else, but I look at this and I don't know why they don't call it the rookie tournament, because a lot of these players are not rookies. They're right. guys that have played one, two years in the American league. Like there's a lot of Rochester, good prospects that are going to be a part of this again, Yuri mm-hmm. Kulik. Kozak, Kisikoff, right? Uh, Cedarquist, like there, Isaac Rosen, there's, there's a lot of those prospects that are going to be there. And for me, like prospect challenges used to be, okay, get the first year junior guys out on the, on the ice for three or four days, and then you send them back to juniors. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's one or two prospects that make it to the main camp just to get the experience. That's not like that anymore. Look at who New Jersey's bringing along. Luke Hughes is going to be here with the New Jersey Devils. Simon Nemitz is going to be here with the New Jersey Devils. You're looking at the, the prospects that are coming in. There's so many prospects that are going to be there this year when it comes to all of the organizations. So it definitely um, puts the Sabres in an advantage place because they're home and they get to have their own prospect here and move on to main camp right after. Yeah, Zach Benson, of course, headlines the list coming off of uh, 13th overall selection this year. And as you can see, I mean, even someone, not to get too far down the path, because we'll dive into it not only in our next segment, but tomorrow when the club practices again, and then Friday as they get ready for a game. I mean, Philip Cedarquist is one of the rare players that is a prospect, but he's in a contract year. Yeah. He was on a two-year entry level, played his first year last year, and unlike some of the others, that have the slide ability to extend and, you know, the three-year entry becomes maybe a four, maybe a five-year mm-hmm. deal. 
Like this is a huge year for Cedar Fitz. So I, I'm I'm intrigued by that already, just knowing the potential for him to play with some really, really talented players again this year in Rochester. I hate what you just made me do, Duffer. I really hate it because you made me look at, I'm like, oh, how old is Philip Cedarquist? Oh, okay. He just turned 23 years old this past August. Yeah. Like he's still a young man. So now I go down the list to see what are the age groups of these prospects that are coming in? So many O3s, O4s. Zach Benson is an O5. I'm like, just just kick me right now. Kick me right now that we have these O3 and O4s and O5s that are coming in. Like, I mean, a few years back, those kids were peewee age, Bantam age, right? Mm-hmm. They played like 15 U. It was their OHL draft, whatnot. And now they're in the NHL prospect challenge and, and hoping to make a, the jump to pro at some point. So, um, man, it just goes so fast. So thank you for making me feel old. As RJ, one of his last texts to me said, Marty, you're pretty good at this. You just look old right now. So, yeah, thank you for not only making me look old, but feel old. Theme this week is Prospects Challenge. Beyond that, theme nights are out and available at sabers.com. Pick your night, the one that appeals to you most, and make sure you head to sabers.com to find out um, you know, more on the specific nights, which, of course, kick off with the home opener on October 12th against the New York Rangers. We've got back in black and red against the Islanders on October 21st. That'll be the first of 15 appearances in the black and red jerseys this year and many throughout the year, hopefully, culminating in fan appreciation night in advance of a return to the postseason. So head to Sabres.com for that. We'll continue Sabres Live right after this. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.